Favorite podcast. Favorite podcast. Favorite podcast. Find us everywhere you listen to podcasts. Now you get to see what it takes to create something for y'all to listen to and watch. Hope y'all appreciate it. Let's get it. Kind of dope to finally have you, bro, because I've known you since you were like, what? 14, maybe? 14, 15. Yeah, yeah, bro. So it's a trip to see your growth, to see, you know, where I'm at in life too, and then to like just kind of witness everything else that's happening. It's kind of dope, bro. So like I'm pleasure to have you here, bro. Well, thank y'all for having an me. Honor, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, but uh to start off, bro, how's that? How's everything going on with, with life? Denim, Man. you know, denim Braxton, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> everything's been good, just kind of you know, figuring out my own path, obviously being raised in like the family I was raised in and my parents being who they are, just trying to figure out who is Denim, who is Denim Braxton, what can Denim Braxton do to the world and become his own person, uh, you know, being known as Tony Braxton's son throughout my whole life, just trying to always staying grounded in that, being mm-hmm. humbled in that, but also trying to make a name for myself. So I'm really blessed to be in the positions I'm being in in life and more opportunities on the way for sure. That's dope, bro. How was like, that? Like, how did you learn to navigate, you know, being raised within that family? Uh, Definitely just like being blessed enough to have a family to explain things to me early. Uh, mm-hmm. Ever since I was a kid, my mom always told me like, just because your last name, just because of who you are, doesn't mean life is always going to just hand you things. Sometimes you're going to have to go and take it. Uh, So definitely just always saying like, being grateful for my mom, my dad, aunts and uncles, like always just telling me that as, from a young age. Cause I feel like the older you get, obviously an ego can be created. So just staying young or staying humble and staying grateful for everything. But obviously I'm in just a, a blessed position in life ever since I've been born. So I'll be always grateful for that. All right. That's a trip, bro. Cause like, did you see your mom go through like, but she was in the '90s, so you kind of you came right after her, yeah. her her big like moment in in her career. Right. Did you still see like people flock her when she would go out and everything? And would it kind of scare you, or would it at a young age? I'm sure you know everybody reacts to it different. When I was younger, always just like like a little confused about it, but like I feel like probably the first moment where I ever realized, I think I was probably like six or seven years old. I always I always remember this. I feel like I think she had a show in. I want to say. Madison Square Garden. Oh, snap. And it was like the first show she like brought me and my brother out that I can remember. Mm-hmm. And I remember just being on stage and it was like sold out crowd. I'm looking at all the Every, but like, flash. Do you remember what year this is? I want to say like 2007, eight. Mm-hmm. Um, Damn. And then- ever I, since, the iPhones were already out by then. So right, you yeah. definitely so saw I, the I remember, very like, first one. all these people. I'm like, Damn, it's like I didn't know it was like right, that. Right. Especially MSG, bro. That's a big arena, right. bro. Exactly. But I didn't Historic. know that at the time. Oh, yeah, I feel that. So, like, and then my mom had um she had a residency in Vegas at the Flamingo Hotel for a couple years. And she would always bring me and my brother to those shows. We right. would be chilling in the back, but like obviously she would like bring us out on stage every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at all these people. I'm like, these are actually people, like. Thousands of thousands of people like right, here right. to see my mom. Like it's always been a crazy trip. Sick. Ever since then, it's something I'll never like probably like get over or forget. It's just been a trip ever since. Did then. It ever make you want to be like, oh, I want to, I want to do the same thing she's doing? Yeah, I feel like any like concert you kind of go to or like big gathering, people just watching a certain group of people. Like, like damn, like I want to do that one right, day. Right, like, right. I always had that uh, amount of following. To be able to influence that many people to come out and see me on their 
Thursday night, Friday night. Right. Um, definitely like always had a, a kind of like a different sense of music, just being grown up like in an entertainment industry, but never like fully like full on singer, full on rapper. When I was younger, yeah, mm. but never like full on singer, full on rapper. But I've always had a different like I want to say appreciation for music. Uh, just like I want to hear the different sounds of music. I want to hear the ambience in the back. I want to hear the reverb. I want to hear the different vocals in the background. So just always having a different appreciation than probably like, I don't want to say a regular listener, but like just someone who's just going to turn, get in the car and turn on some music. Like, well, I'm sure you Yeah, but that, that has to do with the exposure. Yeah, yeah. yeah the exposure yeah. that you've had to music. Because not the average person has that type of exposure to actually get into everything that you're defining, right? right? You're talking about hearing the ambience, hearing the reverb. A lot of people don't even understand that terminology or what it's doing as yeah. you're listening in your ears. Yeah. But you were exposed to that and they, they showed you that side of music right. to where now you look for details in music that the average listener doesn't listen to. Mm -hmm. Does does that also like, did you ever get like uh, that passion to try to create your own beats because you, you like that stuff? Yeah, definitely. Because my dad was a producer and has been uh -huh. a producer. So um, always like just being in the studio with either him or my mom, like. I've always had uh, a passion for production. Um, so when I was younger, always like dibble dabble on beats and stuff like that. And even to this day, like I got my own like little setup in the corner. It's got some dust on it because I haven't mm -hmm. used it in a while, but always had that passion for that too. But uh, never did like a full on career out of it, I would say. Okay. Okay. Probably, yeah. So more like a hobby on the side yeah, that, you, yeah, yeah, that yeah. you fascinate over. Yeah. Because I see you do light up with it. Like when you talk about it, you get excited. Yeah. I can see that you get excited about it. Definitely. So it's just a hobby for you on the side that you do. For right now. I okay. feel like with music, um, you can also grow in it. It's like in terms of being an athlete, mm -hmm. you know, you're young, you got to do it when you're younger. But in terms of music, like, obviously, the younger you are, the more advantage you have. But I feel like in life with, with music and in the entertainment industry in general, um, besides being an athlete, there's a lot of things that you can decide to do later on in life. Mm. Right. Um, that's so always keeping that passion. That's so sure. crucial because a lot of people think that, you know, they have to do something young because a lot of athletes take off young in their career because mm -hmm. obviously youth is on the side of being athletic but mm -hmm. that's that strong thing to think so would you say like at 30 you're gonna get on some keys maybe we could see you in the studio working with your pops or, or, or gaining knowledge to then one day work in there is that what you're saying or i'm not gonna rule it out uh probably it look it looks like it, it could be on the horizon for sure yeah, because I feel like every time Travis drops or Drake drops, me and you always talk about... Always the, do a little deep dive. Yeah, yeah, you know, we go into the car listening and how, you know, how was it in the car and how was it, you know, compared to at the shop mm -hmm. or even just listening in a concert. And you've always had that ear that I was God, like, man... Different feel each time. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So I've always been kind of like curious to see where you, where would you take it musically, maybe, because, mm -hmm. you know, being that your name is... a braxton but mm -hmm. it's dope to see your growth bro because you're not that's not all you do i mean i mean that's not all not that you do but that's not all you're known for you do you played basketball in high school mm -hmm. and that's how i seen you too like when you were starting to play ball and i was like curious um how did that go in high school did you try to go far, far in, in that or did you just keep it at high school i feel like in high school um you know like you're younger everyone has that dream like 
oh, I can make it to the NBA. Or, oh, I want to be an NBA <laughs> player, NFL player. It doesn't really matter. The right. sport. But uh, I feel like when you're younger, you always have that dream. I, which I'm also really just grateful for, was at a school where we had two of the top uh, athletes or two of the top basketball players um, join our team one year. And I saw the difference of competition and the difference of just skill set and just having being blessed genetically and gotcha, stuff like that. Gotcha. People jumping mm. out the gym at 15 years old. Right, and I'm right. 16 over here looking like, how are they jumping like that? Right, right. Mm. Um, and just, I kind of caught wind of that early. and like, okay, let me let me look at some other things in life. Okay, Not everything's okay. about being an NBA. So you've always had that realistic mindset. Yes. Okay. I, I feel like that probably made it open up for me. Mm. Um, I, I feel like it was always back in there, but like seeing, mm. okay, this dude is 14 and he's, bust my ass in practice like hold on a second right 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 damn that's when you started noticing like okay there's something real about this like other people are putting not even that they're putting in more work they're just gifted naturally gifted naturally exactly that's crazy so at 14 15 you were like all right moving on and what was the next thing that you saw that were like all right this got the passion that caught your attention what was something that well i still wanted to be heavily like involved in sports so um i went on to uh uh, my freshman year at GCU, I studied sports management. That was my major. Um, so, because I always, that's probably my main passion in terms of like, obviously, we talk about sports all the time. Right, right. Like exactly. Basketball, football, soccer. Mm-hmm. Like, I've always wanted to be involved in sports in some way possible. If I'm not on the field, mm-hmm. somehow off the field. Gotcha. So, definitely um, always keeping that as my probably one of my biggest passions in life, general. And what is that exactly involved now that you like majoring in that? What does that entail? Exactly, like management or athlete. What is it, sports management? Yeah, think? sports management. So kind of just uh, learning more about everything, like sports marketing. Like, would I rather be a sports marketer or a sports manager? Just kind of like, I feel like in life, um, multiple routes of passions and to be realistic, more multiple routes of income is really important. And that's something my mom has probably told me since I was like five years old. Like, nah, Denim, you don't, don't just be a basketball player. Do this or do this. And like, right. I'm like, no, nah, that's three different jobs. Hold on, mom. Like, I can't do all that. And right. just like getting older, realizing like, if you're passionate about one thing or two things or three things, try to try to make a career out of all three. Mm-hmm. So um, right now, just uh, kind of having some mentorships in, in sports management, uh, trying to be a junior agent right now. So just trying to figure that all out and um, stay passionate about that. So, so what are the three part? passions? Hold on. What are the three passions? If that was was advised to you, mm-hmm. what are the three passions that you do have then? Right now, I would say uh, the sports management, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, music, I'd probably go third. And uh, actually, number one, I'll go modeling right now because that's mm-hmm. what I've been doing a lot. Um, going to fashion weeks, learning more about it. Uh, I go to a fashion school, Fitum in downtown LA. Um, so I would go fashion number one, sports number two in terms of like career wise. And then I'd go probably music number three. Um, and I just feel like since those three I feel differently about than other aspects of life, it would be the easiest to learn about and to want to pursue things mm-hmm. in that direction. Um, so that's yeah, and, and fashion and music go hand in hand. Right, right. Yeah. Both in the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, all three are in the in- entertainment industry. Um, 
So yeah, just staying staying grounded in those three, I feel like is the best route for me. How long you been bowling for, bro? Couple years, couple years. Obviously, my my brother Diesel uh, kind of got me into it because oh, he he's started. Been, he started, yeah, he started before oh, me. And I remember it was my senior year of high school. I did a shoot with me, my mom, and my brother Diesel. And I didn't want to do it so bad. I was like, man, I don't want to do this. You disliked the camera, or what was it at the time? For him or for me? For you. Um, it was just like I just like it was. It was never my passion, mm-hmm. and um. And then I remember we just did a shoot, whatever, cool. And then I think a month later, it was on a billboard in New York. And I was like, wow, that's dope. And then a, a month after that, that check hit. And I was like, hold on. You get paid to be on a billboard? I was like, hold on. <laughs> Modeling, they got checks like this? So I was like, hold on. We need to start working in this, mom. But I need to start uh, okay. diving into this. But obviously, I like the, uh, the whole aspect of fashion in general. Um but yeah, definitely, definitely really excited about that in the future as well. So damn, so just in a few years, you've already gone to be taking to Italy, Paris, and how's that feel, bro? It was dope. Uh, I went to Paris Fashion Week in June, came back from New York Fashion Week last month. Uh, both just insane, incredible, like in terms of it's a, it gives you a different level of appreciation for things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because it's a, a form of art. So right. it's just like a different level of appreciation. And just seeing all that, seeing how many people are really involved in fashion. Like I was at the um, Louis Vuitton show and it was Pharrell's first show in Paris. And I'm sitting, I'm sitting second, third row. I'm like, damn, why am I sitting second, third row, right? I'm looking in front of me. I see Zendaya. I see Kim Kardashian. I see Jay-Z. I see oh, shit. Offset. All these people from the entertainment industry. I'm like, wow, this many people are... Interested. Involved and interested in fashion. And it kind of just like, you know, piqued my interest even more. Like, wow, like this is really something I want to continue learning about and continue being involved with for sure. And do you see yourself like, do you style yourself or do you have people that, you know, with companies that you work with style you already? I saw myself when it t- in terms of like, if I'm going to post an Instagram picture, um, but in, if I'm going to an event, like I'll I'll get some advice from a stylist or my mom's stylist. I'll mm-hmm. be like, yo, this is a more like um, upscale event. Like so I'm gonna just start hitting you up, right? Hey, bro, <laughs> I'm gonna go here. What should I wear? <laughs> yeah, you probably know more than the- send me some fits <laughs> over. I'll be like, nah, get- <laughs> yeah, I like the camo pants. Yeah, right, let's man, roll with this. Sure. Yeah, All right, cool for sure. Yeah, what, there's no rules to fashion, but it's also trends that you know right now. Sure. It's like. There's no rules, but they'll look at you sideways if you're wearing something that's if, just if not you're wearing it, right? Right. How yeah. does, right. So how does that work? Is it like break it down? Like how do you some, set a trend too? <laughs> yeah, how do you break it down? How do you I've set been a trend? In, uh, several questions, one at a time. <laughs> right, one at a time. So He's looking the, everywhere, like I'm being my like, <laughs> So how do you set a trend then, or how would somebody in the fashion world set a trend? Um, I feel like to set a trend nowadays, in terms of just being how what social media is in the world, you got to have somewhat of a following to set a trend for it to work, to be able to look on the street and you see somebody with a style that you started. Right. Um, but I feel like... Do you just, have to be Kanye? <laughs> I feel like everything is like... Yeah, like so Kanye's influence a whole generation of Shit's people crazy. dressing with masks on and 100 degree weather and stuff right. like that. And I feel like that's where it's like, it's so interesting because there's so many different aspects of style Nowadays, like, I feel like you should always be like, one, I'm not going to wear something that's uncomfortable. That's me, though. Like, 
a lot of people would probably disagree with that, but right. I'm not if I'm gonna be somewhere for two, three hours, I'm not gonna be putting some BS on. Right, right, right. But I just feel like in terms of starting a trend, I feel like the best way is just to be yourself. I, I hate how cliche that is, but so if something um you see something online and you like, oh, I can mix this with that. That could be a trend right there. Right. I feel like trend a trend right now is probably like oversized clothing. Like I got baggy jeans on, kind of bringing that two thousands feel back. That's crazy. In that, the two thousand twenties, it's just crazy. Dude. Yeah. That's what we grew up on. Right. For real. Right. If you look was, at NBA players back in two thousands, they're taking pictures like that. Exactly. Yeah. You know what the trip though? Because then nah, you it was think worse. About, it was way worse. <laughs> it was worse, bro. I think it was just just about right. But then then they went to. Uh, did you ever put rubber bands on your pants? Nah. So there was a point that's where, before joggers. I ain't even heard of exactly, that. Exactly before rubber joggers. So people be, were yeah. putting rubber bands. Exactly. That's okay. before joggers. Joggers now do that for you. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but before joggers, like people would wear their either their pants or their jeans, and they would put rubber bands. Mm-hmm. My boy probably had a tailor and, that and, you know. You hey, know. Tailor this for me. I need this tape <laughs> up real quick. Modeling says, "Damn, that's that, crazy." That was man. that was a trend for a while. Okay. So, but joggers kind of. Took over, the, yeah, the, the, yeah, because that it they basically does what a jogger does, right? Now. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, it holds the that. pants like right there. Because the whole point of the rubber bands was to show off your shoes, right? Mm-hmm. That you would put the rubber band there because you wanted to show off the shoe, right? Okay. Yeah. okay, what are one of your favorite brands to work with as far as fashion or even rock? You know, in terms of to work with, uh, I'd probably say Diesel. Uh, me and my brother, and my mom did the campaign for them, and uh. 2022 and it was just great to see because it was their it was the brand is obviously called diesel it was their diesel denim line so it was a kind of trip because people would always ask me like oh why'd your mom why'd your mom name you and diesel denim and diesel right and like it's crazy to see 20 years later how that came full circle and now we're getting a a job not because our names are denim and diesel but obviously that that caught their eye exactly so um Grateful, thankful to my mom for that. So, uh, I would say Diesel is probably uh, one of my favorite brands, if not my favorite brand. Uh, Balenciaga, even though they've been kind of the heat in some controversy right. the past couple of years, um, I do respect their work. Um, but those are to- probably my favorite two to wear as of right now. Yeah. Got you. I haven't stepped myself into that game yet because that man, some of those things is expensive, bro. Right. Like, right. I was looking at uh, Mr. Porter's. I don't know if you heard of that mm-hmm. app. I was on there and I seen the Balenciaga shoes that I wanted, the ones, the sock ones, I think. Oh, they, yeah, I don't the know, sock those shoes. Are, oh, yeah, yeah, those I are hard. Those, I still though. like those after all these years. Mm-hmm. Oh, you like them? Yeah. That's a hot take right there. For real? <laughs> those, yeah. You don't like those? Not me. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Once again, he said he liked to be comfortable. I, those look good. <laughs> those look. They look like running shoes. Like, but I haven't tried them on. That's mm-hmm. why I also feel like kind of like skeptical of spending eight hundred forty-two dollars on sure. shoes that for sure. I'm not gonna try on. I'm gonna just order and then, damn, what if I don't like them or you know? But they look dope. Yeah, I've seen them on people. But like I said, it's Balenciaga. So then I've been thinking about going with the uh, gallery department. Is mm-hmm. that considered? Um, I would say was that would I be considered at the level of uh, Gucci and all them, or is that still? It's more of like working a, your way up there. It's more of like a uh, like a more everyday brand. I love Gallery Department as well. Um, like I feel but like they're Gucci, not like Gucci or Louis or yeah, those are like uh, 
Hala. Luxury, right? Yeah, luxury brands. Got you. So Gratter Department is just upscale. Like. Upscale, yeah. Ups- I would say like an upscale streetwear. Oh, okay, okay. Kind okay. of, but like really, really upscale streetwear. So where would um, Rude fall in that category? Rude. Is it still in that realm? Or? I mean, it kind of just depends because there's you have American designers, you have Italian designers, and you have uh, French designers. Um, so like the Louis Vuittons, uh, um, I want to say Balenciaga, like those are all the brands who are ongoing right now at Paris Fashion Week because they're the Paris designers. New York Fashion Week and Los Angeles Fashion Week are American designers. So you're going to see, um, what do I want to say, Michael Kors um, and like more American designers. And then you have London Fashion Week where they're London designers. Got so it, it kind of just depends on what catch, captures your eye the most. Um, but usually those Italian and French designers are the really big luxury upscale ones. Mm. And then there's the ones that come with that price mark, right? That's like, yeah, those are the ones. Because usually they have like authentic. Yeah, they're using material. different materials. Yeah, like they give you the card with authentication. Yeah, yeah. They're using cashmere wool and all that. Mm-hmm. So, so Peter doesn't like those people, those those type of brands, right? Because they use yeah. that, that BF. And it's like, I don't know, man. It's a dope ass brand though. Like mm. I see, I haven't bought Gucci yet. I haven't bought nothing, but I'm looking forward to one day. Yeah, you know, it was crazy. I went to New York out um in in July, mm-hmm. and you'd be walking out there, bro, and they'd be selling fake bags on every corner, bro. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure you've seen that. So yeah, like I saw, sure. like I was wondering, I was with my homie, and he's like, you want to get a Gucci bag for your girl? It's for like thirty dollars, straight up, bro. <laughs> Damn, bro. <laughs> it's funny you said that. Yeah, we talking about the Gucci yeah, bag. Yeah, they'd be what? around the corner just walking around. Like, I haven't up. been to New York yet, so I have to check that out. Oh yeah, New York is dope. For New York real? is something York else, is right? I, like I, I went like that was my first time going, and um, yeah, it's a whole different. It's vibe. a whole different yeah. vibe for real. LA. Yep. Yeah. I remember when you hit me up when you were in um in Paris, and it was like ten o'clock, and the sun was out. Oh yeah, so yeah. I that's guess. I think it's during the summer. It was like ten o'clock, and I'm looking over out the window. I'm What's like, your is favorite it? city to, to travel to? That was my first time in Paris. Uh, only thing about Paris is they don't be wearing deodorant. It's like <laughs> yep. a, it's an actual thing. Yeah. Did you know that? It's like, an I actual thing. I didn't yeah. know that. Hygiene I'm, is different. There, I'm bro. out there. I'm like, hey, everybody smell like bo. Like, yep. <laughs> I'm like, is it me? And yep. then I'm like, third day in, I'm like, okay, it's not me. It ain't me. And the other thing is they love for you to speak French. Yeah. Really? They yeah. don't like if you speak English to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They look at you like sideways. I'm at the restaurant. <laughs> I'm ordering. I'm, they're like, filthy like American. give me the little side eye because I'm not using the accents on everything. They, they tell like, you, filthy American. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, they want you to talk like that? Yes. That's how French people yes. talk. Yeah. yeah. I would say Paris is dope. I would probably say uh, my favorite city, I'll go to New York. Yeah. I'll go to New York, yeah. So if you wouldn't live in LA, you'd live in New York. Yeah, I can't deal That's with that cold thing. though. Can't, I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be here in the winter. I can't deal with the humidity, bro. <laughs> huh? I can't deal with the humidity, bro. Oh yeah, it was, bro, it was like seventy percent humidity when yeah. I was there last time. No, I took it is crazy. I had to take the train to the to go watch the Yankee game too, bro. It was a sauna up in that piece, yeah, bro. Uh, like I was, yo, I was baking. I gotta check that out in the winter though, because I I just I want to. I, I heard the good ways, to, the good times to go is the spring and the fall. Exactly. Yeah. That's when yeah, you like right go. now. Not yeah, like the prime time to go mm-hmm. to New York. Yeah, yep. for sure. Yeah, in the winter, people, rich people from New York go to Miami. Yep. <laughs> I just want to see the snow in New York. See how it looks. Gotham type vibe. Yeah. yeah. Batman. But damn, bro. So. New York's your favorite city. What's about internationally? What's your favorite city internationally? Then I'd probably go... Mm, Milan is dope. 
It's in Italy. That's Italy has better service. Yeah. Do they? People actually yeah. care about you there. Yeah. Milan, Compared no, to the French. They're really nice. Yeah. I'll probably go Milan. I'll Man. probably go Milan. Milan was dope. And then have you have you been to any Hispanic countries? Latin American Um Mexico. You probably been. Yeah, I've been to Mexico. Um I'm trying that I was trying to think of another one. I don't think so. Just Mexico? I think so. I okay. think just Mexico, yeah. Oh, we got to take you to El Salvador for show, bro. <laughs> There's a lot of tourism going over there, yeah. man. You'll yeah. love it. You yeah, love no, I'd go down for sure. And you love the wet, the swells. What else would you love, Maurice? So you just went, so you can definitely give them more. Well, so Salvador? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just the hospitality, I would say, is the best thing out there. You know what yeah. I mean? And then the beaches are like... Unreal. Yeah, but I would say because the the water's warm mm-hmm. and whatnot. Right, right. You know Atlantic what I mean? Ocean, right? Yeah. No, nah, it's the Pacific Ocean. It's just closer to the equator. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? What I like thought. up okay. here, it's we're all up. So you go to even you go to this even the summertime is pretty cold, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, El Salvador is a, is a that type of vibe. But I'm trying to go to like Dominican Republic soon. I'm trying yeah, to go to Puerto DR. Rico or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Even Colombia, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I heard the DR is dope. Yeah, I had a couple of my friends go this past summer. Bro, I, I, where I was staying at in um in New York, I was in Washington Heights, bro. Mm-hmm. Pure Dominican people, bro. Yeah, yeah. Dog, honestly, like Dominican women is something else, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm not lying. Like not lying. You saw his face lit up when you said that, <laughs> bro. <laughs> like, yo, I'm not even lying, bro. Like, it's it's real something else. Like, I, like bow, huh? every every female, every girl that I saw, bro, like mm-hmm. had a good body, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like even their face was like so some of their face could be like. Only the body. Like Washington huh? Heights. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. So that's what I think. The I was in an Uber and they, he was telling me because I was asking about like the different places, like what different uh, nationalities live in different uh, yeah. cities. And he was telling me in Washington Heights, a lot of Dominican bro, it's people. Heavy like yeah. that, bro. It's crazy. Damn, that's true. It's a trip too, because when I was out there, Tracy Morgan actually has like a little restaurant out there. Mm-hmm. So he'd be riding around in his Lambo just like through the through Washington Heights and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a trip, bro. That's so, dope. Yeah, it's a whole nother vibe. You guys gotta go for sure. Yeah. No, you gotta be. I've never been. You gotta take me next time you go, Mauricio. Hey man, I, I I've been telling these guys, I met so cute people, cute couple people out there that they want to do a podcast out there too. And it's like yeah, I feel go. like that'd be lit, Definitely. you know? I'm I'm check go. that out. Yeah. Straight up, you know what I mean? I have Gotta meet us out there, denim oh, shit. Yeah. I'm taking a there. break here since since I opened the shop. It's been hard for me to get away, but right. Hopefully this year I, I get out of here. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. back to the whole um the do the modeling thing. Do you feel like that creates a lot of networking opportunities? And what are oh, the perks sure. that you, that come out of that? Uh, for sure, a lot of networking opportunities. I feel like I can't. Yeah, it's just so many people I've met in the past, just the past year alone. Probably just this summer alone. Being in New York and uh, in Paris, this amount of networking that I've done, uh, meeting meeting other young people like me who like we have similar interests, and then obviously like talking to the creative directors of brands, like just picking their brains, uh, seeing like how they put the pieces together, how like just all that, just the whole aspect of it was really dope. And I would say, yeah, the networking in that industry is just insane. Just because they have a lot of events, uh, a lot of like parties that like you can just talk to people and stuff like that. Right. I was at an um, event in New York for Flaunt Magazine. Uh, they had like YG performing. They had Diplo DJing. And I'm like, I didn't even know. I was like, oh, right. shoot. I thought it was just like a cool little event. Mm. But it was super dope. It was super Shit. dope. So yeah. that's, like, that's like a... A regular thing in your life that you go to an event that this brand is throwing or that brand is throwing, and yeah, you just get surprised with performances all the time. Yeah, I had no clue. I was and like, do they oh, know shoot. who you are when you walk in, as far as like your uh, acting kid or not? Uh, sometimes 
not not all the time. It depends on like what event I'm at because mm-hmm. some events like they'll have really like uh, a list celebrities and stuff like that. Um, but just staying like just treating everybody like they're a normal human being, right? Is definitely like a good uh, way to just look at things and why you're at things. Like you know, don't be uh, knowing who you are. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's somebody, but you you are you who you are. So right, just right. like going about it like you never that. hit him with. Do you know who I am? Nah, never, <laughs> never. I think that's the never. worst thing. <laughs> yeah, like now nah, I've always wondered like is somebody that we know. Because you see it in movies all the time where people that are affluent or were born into families that be like, they use that line where it's like, I'm glad. I, you never came off to no. me like that guy yeah. anyways. But it's funny to see that, you know, some people actually do that, bro. They actually yeah. use that line and, and say certain shit that you're just like, bro, that, that's that's your daddy's job. Right, like, right. <laughs> that's not you. That's you got to make a name for yourself. Exactly. Always. Like, yeah. And did you ever feel like. Like, damn, you met that those expectations or you still feel like, you know, you're working towards your, to to who you want to be? Yeah, definitely still working towards it. I feel like for me to say right now, um, I'm at the perfect, the peak of my life would be a disappointment in, in my own eyes. So I always still just staying grounded and staying working uh, to where I want to become and like where I want to be at. Like, I might not be as big as my mom one day, but that's a high bar to get there. So. Right always just going to keep working and try to make a name for myself. And then, so just go about life throughout that point. Is that like a motivating thing or something that you would aspire to be yeah. as big as her or bigger? Yeah. Or? Uh, yeah, that's definitely a motivation. I would say I want to be bigger than her. Damn. That's I know that's, but that's a feat right there. Right. Like that's yeah. a, that's a high, how high mountain to climb. That's dope, though, bro. But definitely, yeah, that's definitely one of my motivations. No, nah, but like I said earlier, when you were talking about music and fashion, because those two for me go hand in hand so yeah. much. Uh, I know that you also talked about the sports and entertainment, but mm-hmm. I feel like those don't like. Yes, you do see the music and fashion work within sports as well. Yeah, but I don't. I don't see it as strong. Yeah, like I see fashion and music very strong for sure. And plus, since that's like your interest, Shit. that's where I'm I would like, beg to differ, bro. You see these NBA players walking in with some crazy outfits. It's getting, it's getting more. I would say it's definitely yeah, getting more. But that's, yeah. that's not as of late. That's not every sport, though. That's the thing. Well, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's what I'm I, saying. I definitely it's, get what you're saying because it's um, we're talking about sports in general, not a specific right. sport, right? You know, sports in general. However, what we've been seeing lately is the music industry uh, has, like, especially with Hispanic artists, because I look at Hispanic artists. Mm-hmm. I've been seeing that a lot. That to push their music, they're using the fashion world. Yes. To push their music. And I've been seeing that how like the fashion world is getting their music out there because of that. And that's where that's where I I look at you and I hear like your passions. And I'm like, well, you have two things that right now are like the biggest things. So I'm like, if you you were to focus on that, that could even explode you in a different way. For sure. And the other thing was like when you were talking about producing, like I look like there's a Hispanic producer named Tiny, Mm -hmm. right? Produces... Biggest hits in reggaeton. But I look at like a producer like that. That guy's known. Like he has a huge following in IG. He's known mm-hmm. even though he's he's not like an artist. Yeah. But everybody knows who he is. Yeah. When it comes to that Hispanic world mm-hmm. of music. So that's where I'm like, dude, you got 
you got the abilities and that that passion. You can see it when you light up and you talk about it. Right. Where I'm like, man, those two things, boom, can get you to that. Mm-hmm. Where you're saying that you want to be bigger than your mom. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I feel like, as you were saying, like music nowadays, like you see like a rapper wearing something or you see an artist wearing something, you're like, dang, I want, I want that. Like, I feel like that's just the generation we live in nowadays right. with social media. And you got... Um, like what's his name? Uh, Lil Pump when he did Gucci Gang, Gucci sales went up four hundred percent. Damn, that's like, true. Bad Bunny just did the Gucci campaign with uh, Kendall Jenner. I think it came out like a couple of days ago, right? And you just see like how musical artists they have that huge following, and then they work with a brand, and now that huge following is like, dang, I need some Gucci shoes, right? Mm-hmm. So definitely get what you're saying. Yep. Um. But yeah, I feel like what you were saying with uh, NBA, I feel like it's definitely the fashion is elevating more. You got um, Instagram accounts like League Fits and Pro Trending. You got all those Instagram accounts that have a huge following now. But definitely for music right now, influences Mm. so much. That's what I'm saying. Like what your fashion is and then music, it's boom. Yeah. I look at someone like uh, Jay Balvin that he's working with Jordan. Yeah. And it's like, there's a lot of people that might not like his music per se, even though he's a huge artist. Right. But now they want his shoes. Yeah. Why? Because now he's doing a collab with Jordan right. and they look dope. So it's like, that's where I'm seeing those things where like these artists are now pulling uh, those people that they didn't have through fashion. Yeah. And I'm seeing that collab and I'm like, okay. I see yeah, it. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, do you see yourself? What do you see yourself in like five years, bro? Because you're how old right now? 21. 21. Oh, 21. damn. 2022 in December. Yo, yeah, so. December what? Second. Sheesh. Yeah. Right, right, right around the corner. Right around yeah, the corner. Today. Yep. Damn, that's crazy. All yep. right. So in five years, where do you see yourself, bro? Uh, being able to say I've completely established myself as a model uh, internationally, mm-hmm. uh, not just America. Um, having some high-end brands, campaigns under my belt. Um Hopefully in five years, been able to take a dab in music and seeing where that has led me. Um, seeing what I'm doing in the sports world. Um, if I'm involved with a different company or uh, a high company, obviously I want to. I would obviously want to work with a brand like Clutch or agency like Clutch or right. um, like Rich Paul, bro. Yeah, like that's like I feel, I feel like he's just like a big inspiration. Not just because... No, because of what he did. Like his whole... The, the, right. the lane he carves for himself. Right. Because how many black agents can you name? Facts. Yeah. I think it's too, it's crazy too how he met LeBron. I think Enzo told me about how he used to be his his jersey plug. Yeah. That's yeah. wild, bro. He was like, selling jersey out the back of his car. And just like now, 20 years later, he runs all of LeBron's the biggest, Nike, But the biggest, the biggest athletes agent. in the NBA, bro. It was a trip yeah. to see that recently he said that he was on LeBron's payroll for the first two years of LeBron's career and he was making 48000 for those first two years. Yeah. And then he said that he needed to figure out a way to carve that lane out for himself right. so he could pay himself and not be under LeBron because he was like, yeah. I didn't want to be under him. I know he's my boy, but I wanted to be self-sufficient, self-reliant. Sure. And to see where he's at now, man, that guy is definitely a huge inspiration. Now he yeah. bagged the baddie too, man. Right, right. That's mm-hmm. Adele, man. That's yeah, crazy. Facts. I ain't not see that one coming, no, man. No, me either. Me That's what's crazy about the the industry that you see a lot of different like love triangles happen. Not mm-hmm. even triangles. <laughs> that sounds crazy. Love relationships. Love yeah, relationships, relationships happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's like I did not expect 
Rich Paul to Land Adele, right? One of I the th- greatest singers of all time. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that voice is so yeah. unique. So I'm like, he's probably like, babe, you want some pancakes? And she's in the bathroom singing on her ass off. Like, yeah, and that's just normal. You know what him. I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. But that but. shows you how much respect she really had to have for him to even True. consider. Yep. Like, not only because because he's also international. Um, so because she's British, right? Yeah, she's right. British. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so she's like, British. he has to be that big of a name. You know what I mean? Not saying like. Girls only care about the name, but obviously it, it pays hand in hand. Right, right, right. right. So, yeah. Um, in this day and age, hell yeah. Yeah, this day. Yeah, right. So <laughs> definitely uh, has have that, a lot of respect for him. Has the name helped you with the ladies? Um, I mean, it, I would say it's better if I don't see that, right? Mm-hmm. Because if I if I say yeah, it's helped me, then I know people are using me for or right. only involved with me because of a name. But your bullshit. Radars quick with yeah, these females yeah. like that. that I feel like, like I also went to a high school where there was a lot of big names and parents for the parents. Uh, like my high school, they had uh, Wayne Gretzky's kids, uh, Will Smith's kids went there. Um, so I feel like, and being in just LA and California in general. What high um, school was this, by the way? Oaks Christian. Oaks Christian. Oaks okay, Christian, cool, yeah, cool. in Westlake. Um, I feel like just being California in general, you see a lot of celebrity uh Celebrity and celebrities' kids just walking down the street and stuff right. like that. It's nothing, right? Whether than if I'm in like Atlanta, now if I'm in Atlanta, like I, I'll get it a lot. Like I'll, mm-hmm. I'll hear like if I'm going through the Atlanta airport, oh yeah, they'll say something. Like if I when I give my ID, they'll be like, "How's your mom doing?" I'm like, oh, "Hey, how shit. you know that?" Like I'm like, "Oh shoot, I just gave him the ID." Right, right. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, because that's not a common name, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not a Braxton, name yeah. in, in the in the black community, is it? Or is it? I don't think so. Right? I don't, I don't think because so. I feel like I think that's the only Braxton. You're the only Braxton I see on my book. I'm on yeah. books. Yeah, I'd be like, and, and your brother. Yeah, my but, brother, yeah. Like, I'd be tripping out because I've always wondered, like, I wonder if guys that have that last name, like like uh, Jaden Smith, he mm-hmm. had that name. Like, yeah. did he have trouble asking a girl for prom? But then when you, you break it down that way, where it's like they went to school where everybody was yeah. like, yeah. you know. Right. It's like, different. He didn't go to a typical, like, yeah. Place. Yeah. Like, it was that always a thing for you where you guys always went to, like, a, a private school or? Uh, yeah. For, like, I've lived in, like, a lot of different places. I lived here. I lived in, I was born in Atlanta. Um, I lived in, well, raised LA, Atlanta, and then I lived in, um, Vegas for a few years too. Um, so definitely in in Atlanta, like if I'll go out, like my mom will always want like somebody with me. Uh, if I go to the mall, she'll have a trip. Like she'll be like, nah, you need security. I'm like, mom, I'm just going to the mall. I'm going down the street in the mall. Exactly. She's like, no, we need security. I'm like, mom, chill out. Like, but no, now as I'm getting older, like she's, she's definitely been right about Basically everything she's ever told me. Gotta listen to them. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. So definitely uh in different places, like I'll get recognized more often. Um if I go anywhere in the south, I'll definitely get recognized. Cause my mom was she's not from Atlanta, she's from Maryland, but um she's mm. lived in Atlanta like the majority of her life. Oh so snap. yeah. Cause when did her career break off? Like in the nineties, like or mid nineties or I think uh I want to say 91. Oh, snap. 91. Yeah, she was really young. She's been really in the game young. for as long as I've been alive. Sheesh. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. 32 years. Yeah, and I was born in 2001. So I kind of, yeah, like what you were saying, like I wasn't like involved. Like I wasn't in the like super highlight of her career. Right. Like, and all that. So, yeah. 
I mean, yeah, for sure. She must have had. She must have said, "I'm gonna kill it in my career and then have kids." Once you know, yeah. it kind of fizzles out a little bit, right? And then you know, it was a perfect timing because then she could ra- focus on raising a family and stuff. Because mm-hmm. that's what she did, right? She yeah. just kind of stepped away from the music. Yeah, had residencies and then yeah, had you guys and was like tending to the home and all that, right? Yeah, like that's kind of dope, bro. Have you seen? Have you seen like what perks do you get from being a uh, Braxton now? Now that you're 21 years old, do you see it help you out in the industry at all? Or do you feel like, nah, I'm doing it by myself now? Like I feel like um, it definitely helps get my foot in the door. But what I do after that kind of helps me stay in the room. Mm. Um, so I would say like if uh, let's right say there. like um, my talent manager reaches out to a brand. Hey, we want Denim Braxton. He's going to say Tony Braxton's son to... Um, uh, go to your show, go to your runway show, walk in your show, any of that. Yeah, that's that's great. That could get me in the door, but it's what I do there, how I create that relationship with mm-hmm. the creative directors and the owners of the brand, then is how I stay in the room. Yeah. So I would say, obviously, it's going to help and it's probably going to continue to help for the rest of my life, which is such a big blessing t- uh, for me. But definitely to never, it never stops there. Always keeping that mindset, like it, mm-hmm. just because I'm in the, like I was saying, in the room doesn't right. mean I can always. Because yeah, they got to see your work. And right. like, how, how is your work? How do you represent yourself? How do you carry yourself? Yeah. And that all that matters. And that and that's why, like when you're saying, I want to become a better model. I want to be here. I'm like, okay, I'm seeing, like I'm seeing that ideal where you're becoming your own person, right? You know, and it and it's your work that's gonna help you stay in there. Yeah, for saying. sure. Yeah. What would yeah. you say is is the culture though? When you're when you're going to these different shows, like maybe maybe you're going to a show that you've never worked with one of those creative directors or something like that. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had like a hostile culture, a hostile environment where you're like, "Damn, I don't feel comfortable here," or like, or do you think it's always kind of a welcome environment for models and for like you know definitely, talent, if you will? Definitely a welcoming environment, but I will say like in terms of uh, I did a runway show at Marcel von Berlin in L.A. in 2021. And you can definitely see, like, there's a sense of competition as well. Even, like, when you're being casted for things. So amongst the models, maybe. Yes, not, am- amongst not, the models. Not necessarily, yes. like, the creative directors. Or oh, the, yeah. Ne- never. Uh, everybody brands. I've met has been just really good people, really That's genuine. Cool. Um, they'll, you know, check up on me every now and then. I'll check up on them. Always just genuine people. I feel like a lot of, um, like, because a lot of them have been international, Italian, French, like, they're always, you know, they like what you were saying, like Italian people, they just really nice and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how that stereotype, like, uh, not stereotype, but um, Canadian people are super nice. Right. And I went to Canada two years ago. I'm like, damn, Can- Canadian people are super nice. Like, that's crazy. I've always heard that. But that's then sick. I'm out here and people are saying, like, just giving compliments, stuff yeah, like that yeah. for sure. Yeah. So I feel that. That's good, though. Cause yeah. I, I, would, I would imagine, yeah, that amongst the models, there's some kind of competition. There's right. some kind of, um, I don't want to say animosity, but just mm-hmm. like... Let's see who can do it better. But at that yeah. point, what is it? Who, 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 what is? What are you doing better? Is it how you run down the or how you walk down the runway? Or it could be. It's sometimes like it's like supposes or what is it? <laughs> they just be doing too much sometimes. Oh. I'm like, oh, okay, that's what type of timing you on. But like, okay, I mean, it's cool because like, like I was saying, it's like a sense of competition or something. Because obviously, like, you're being picked to get a a job for money. But what do you so. think sets you aside? Like. Like that's what he's asking. Like, what sets you aside? Is it the way that you run run the pathways? Mm-hmm. The way you pose? Like, what makes you stand out? 
I feel like with brands, they just want someone who's confident in themselves. Okay. Um, and not, it's hard finding that uh, thin line between overconfidence and not confident enough. So mm-hmm. looking for that person who's kind of just doing everything just right. Because a lot of things, is, everything is opinionated. You know, like yeah. I can stand in front of you and you can have one opinion about me and I can stand in front of you and you can have a different opinion right. about me. Um, so obviously there's a little bit of luck to it in that regard and because everything is just so opinionated. But that's interesting. You talk about confidence because you can also uh, there. there's people where it's like forgetting the word right now. But basically it looks like it almost has like a similarity like confidence, but it's not confidence. Yeah. Overcompensating. That's yes, what I'm looking yes. for. Mm-hmm. They can overcompensate in the in the way they present themselves and the way they carry themselves, but it's not that they're really confident. Right. Yeah. So I, I see what you mean by you saying it's like a very fine line of like, are you overcompensating in the way you're presenting yourself or are yep. you really confident about well, that's, the way that's you that's the carry funny yourself? thing about it. Like yes. you could be overcompensating in the way you dress, mm-hmm. you could be overcompensating in the way you carry yourself. Carry yourself. Yeah. You your attitude, you know, attitude. Yeah. Like so many different ways yeah. that you can even like Damn, yeah, it's crazy. And that's why he said, that's why in the beginning uh, you said it's about, you know, being yourself, but, you know, just being kind of like simple with it at the same time. Yes. Because when that overcompensation makes you overdo it, like he said, a lot of models overdo it Mm -hmm. when they're trying to show I am confident. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. And then, uh, now you were going to say something about this? Yeah, I have a a couple, like a few more questions about the modeling thing. So, one thing is, so right now you're modeling for brands and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Is there a point in in your career or your lifetime where you're thinking about, I want to be on the other side. I want to design. Yeah. I want to, you know, I want to get on that tip of things. Cause you know, like, I don't know, but for the first, the first person that comes to my mind right now is, is, is Kanye, especially because of all this leak stuff that's coming out right now. I don't know if you heard about it, but like, um, a lot of the, like, he was like a new, a different version of the Donda album and all this stuff. Yeah. All these different samples. And even like this one part where he's like, kind of modeling or like posing for like these pictures he's like he's like I'm not doing this Elvis pose I like, saw that yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so like I don't know Kanye is the first person that comes to my mind because he was the person that was kind of like doing the thing before where he was you know I don't want to say modeling but he was just putting on these different clothing kind of right. setting the trend if you will yes for now sure. and now he's the designer you know he went through the whole thing with Adidas and Yeezy Mm-hmm. And he's still going with his own with his own thing. So I'm like, do you ever see yourself going on that route where you're gonna want to design your own stuff? Yeah, for okay. sure. I go to school, so I go to school right now at Fitum, Fitum, right? Um, and my major is product development. So it's kind of like it's half the business side of it, and the other half is like the designing part of it. So kind of getting the knowledge of both of those individuals separate things. It's like okay, now you can appreciate the business side of something mm-hmm. and you can also appreciate the designing part of something sure. and just learning about both of those um is definitely just going to be helpful down the road if i ever want to take that path as well yeah so i always but along that line have you thought about like what exactly you would like to design like would you want to do streetwear would you yeah. want to focus on shoes specifically mm-hmm. or is there or yeah. like what is it that you have kind of in mind yeah well in mind right now i'd like if i had to start something tomorrow i'd probably do a street i would definitely do a streetwear brand like a upscale streetwear brand kind of like a gallery department um i'd probably start with pants i mm-hmm. feel like kind of hopping in on the trend on the oversized pants but i would try to make it something different something special with it mm-hmm. to stand out that's kind of like how gallery department started too right uh with their jeans um regular levi's regular levi's but they're gonna slap something on there to make mm-hmm. it 1200 dollars. that's but shit crazy i would definitely want to 
I would I would have to be it would have to be something more more than that though for me. Uh just where like where I hold myself on what I want to if I were to put out something and people would spend their hard-earned money on it, I want them to like But would you design something that's completely yours or would you use like, like how he's saying, use something that's someone else's brand and then add to that's it. That's literally what gallery department does. Get to Levi's yeah. fucking... They take so that's Levi's. what I'm asking. Yeah, would yeah. you try to make your own original thing? Or? Yeah, I would do my own original thing. I was only just saying like, uh, maybe I would hot, like dive in a trend. So like I would say mm-hmm. like it would be oversized pants, but with make your it own different. touch. Yeah, with my that. own touch. Exactly, yes. Right. So then, that's how I'd probably do it. Cool, cool. Then with, with also... Um, with the design stuff, uh, there's something that I saw recently on IG mm-hmm. where they were, they were talking about, you know, people that like, for example, like the Mark Zuckerbergs and the the those type of people, Elon Musk, that they dress very basic. Yeah. But the textiles that they're wearing mm-hmm. is like super very elite. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like it might look like yeah, a regular a thousand, white sh- a thousand yeah. thread cotton and stuff. Like you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like that shirt. It's like it, it feels different the way that it, 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 it have like. And have you had experience with that type of stuff as well? Yeah, for sure. I feel like, um, you know, at any brand you can buy for most of the brands, you can buy a regular white T-shirt. But if you go to Louis Vuitton, their T-shirt's eight hundred dollars. Why? Because it's Sea Island cotton. Sea Island Sea cotton. Island cotton. Break it's, that down, though. It's, uh, <laughs> no, like, what? it's the most expensive cotton and high-end cotton you can get. Um, so, like, you'll see, like, a Louis Vuitton or a Gucci wearing it. Um, or it could be he- heavy Sea Island cotton, Sea Island cotton, um, which is what they're doing right now. Um, so, it's kind of like that heavier feel so to it. So, that's why it's yeah. the price that it is. Yes. Not it's not because it, the label. It's, it's half that, just the label. Um, but the other half is, yeah, it is like really good material. Yes. So does that mean it will last longer? Um, it depends. I mean, with that type of cotton, you can't, um, well, you shouldn't wash it. You would have to be dry cleaned only. Mm. Um, so at, like at my school right now, I didn't know that until I got to fit them. So just learning about stuff like that, like the behind the scenes on textiles and fabric Mm -hmm. and then how it's used now in different businesses as well. So just all of that. So damn, like, like even looking at like the fear of God line, yeah, not even the fear of God, the essentials line, because that's the mm-hmm. one I could afford. Because I I've noticed like this guy has essentials and then he has fear of God, and yeah. I'm like, yo, fear of God, like a, yeah, a regular God. denim jacket, right. like six hundred dollars, bro. Yeah, some some trousers, seven fifty. You know? Yeah, I heard that what? they even, the, that they even the trousers. I heard that they even feel different in sauna. Like, yeah, it has a more comfortable feel to it because they're all. using more fabric. So Ooh. the more you use, obviously, the more expensive it's going to yeah, be. Yeah. Should it be eight hundred dollars? No, but since they are fear of God, they can do that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so yeah, it has that different feel for it because of the heavier the fabric, the different yeah. type of fabric, and how much they use in it. What do you think about like the the fast fashion, as they say, when like you talk, you talk about like the H and M's of the world and the Zara's mm-hmm. of the world, and you know those type of that like it's just they just pump things out, you know, ben, 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 uh, sorry, uh, based on the trends or whatever it is. Like, yeah. What do you guys think about that? What do you think about that? Um, in terms of like the economics of it for the, like the state of the world and everything, I'm not too like, um, uh, I don't have enough knowledge about that part to Got say, it. but. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely for fast fashion, it's kind of like a, I mean, you pay like what you paid for, you're going to get. For sure. So you get a shirt from, what's that brand that, uh, Sheen or, I like Zara. I I like Zara too. I I feel like Zara is a little more like 
It's fast fashion, but the but the slower pace fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's medium pace fashion. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. But like a Sheen, you get like a T-shirt there for two dollars. You are gonna see why it's two dollars after you right. wear it probably a couple of times. Or even uh, what's That's the other one? Forever Twenty One. Yeah, yeah. I've gotten Forever Twenty One shirts, and I, I didn't even dry that shit. The <laughs> wash what, fucked it up. What about <laughs> right? I was so pissed. What like, about what? Fashion Nova? Fashion Nova too, right? I have. Yeah. I've never bought. I personally have never bought nothing at Fashion Nova men mm-hmm. because. I, I'd rather just go to Nike's that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go to Nike's clearance section. Like, I, I, I ain't ashamed to say I'll go to Nike's clearance section. Speaking and, of that, I, yesterday I, I was around here. I came to drop off actually one of the lights for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I never hit this Ross here. So I hit it, bro. I found a $300 Nike raincoat for 100 bucks. 300 oh, You shit. bought it? Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, what, what is it like? Steel. Bro, it's like a long, it's like a trench coat raincoat type of thing. Oh, that's oh, hard. Okay. Okay. So it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, hell yeah, bro. And I'm like, I might not wear this like right away because we're in California, but yeah. at the same time, they're saying there's about to be a lot of rain yeah, here. Next time it rains, you're going to see you know it. Mean, exactly. But then I, so I put the receipt away just in case. Or anything like, like Neil that. from the Matrix yeah. and you know, shit. But at the same time, I'm like, man, I can flip this. If it's 300 bucks I can, and right. I paid 100, I can at least flip it for like 250 or something like that. For sure, yeah. But yeah, that was that was a cool little come up right there. Yeah. I mean, like, and I I had never hit this Ross. I don't know you right next to me. No, I've been there. It's it's pretty cool. It's all right. And I can't complain. But now I be doing those. I mean, I'm I'm on a budget, bro. So I be going to the the TJ Maxx's and those type of like the Nordstrom Rack and stuff. But you find you be finding some good stuff. No, for sure. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. Nah, it's dope. It's it's definitely like a. uh, Have you gotten into the vintage fashion? Yeah. Yeah. Like when I was in New York, I would like hit all these vintage spots and like just seeing the. Because they be they like it's. More expensive now. Yo, like, what the yeah. fuck? This shit's crazy. Because I have IG, bro, because it's become a trend. A trend. Exactly. Because everybody flips it. So now yeah. it's become more they're expensive. S- they're selling your the rarity now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, right. oh, it's never going to find this anymore. So it's going to be 160 for mm-hmm. a fucking rip shirt. I saw right. a $180 Nike hoodie. Mm-hmm. Distressed as fuck. Like, <laughs> car, like it looked damn near ripped this, 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 what I got on right now, right? Right. But bro, like the pocket, the the cuffs on the oh my, it was just it looked like a homeless person took it off and put it on the rack. Yeah, I'm not even it trying. Was, what was one eighty? One eighty, bro. Nah, I was like, crazy. bro, these people at these thrift spots be tripping, bro. Like it cannot be one eighty. And then like <laughs> pristine Nike sign though. Yeah. So half of me is like, what if somebody just they just repressed somebody that shit. just <laughs> stabbed <laughs> it or, or like stabbed it a, a couple yeah. times or like even got like because I seen people do like they get a drill. And like it has sandpaper on it, and then like they just like fuck the yeah, sand yeah. it all the fuck off. Like, and that's what I think gallery department does to their pants too. Like, yeah, you know, no, they be I mean, like throwing little dabs of paint on it and stuff like that. I'm trying to get into like the next. I'm gonna spend a couple hundred on some jeans, some purple jeans. Okay, yeah, and purple brand. Yeah, is that, is that a good yeah, brand yeah. to get yeah, into yeah, as far as like? For sure. It's called purple jeans. It's called purple. Yeah. Purple. Yeah. I, I literally thought you were about to be wearing some purple You thought you were talking about that? <laughs> purple, yeah. they, they look dope. Like, I, I haven't, I can't afford a mirror. I just feel like I'm, 600 for some jeans is ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, no, but sure. shit, bro, because a mirror, that shit looks dope. Yeah. And all the rappers rap about it, you know what I'm saying? But I'm like, yeah, I can't afford that. I'd yeah. rather just. No, purple's legit. Purple, I feel like the most be, yeah. expensive thing I have in my office is always my shoes. Mm-hmm. For me, yeah, you be out, you be out in the shoes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you be out in the shoes. Every time he cuts me, he, he got a new pair of Jordan. Hundred for a pair of Grinch Kobe's. Yeah, I had to. So that Grinches? Yeah. yeah, I paid like. Oh, you paid, yeah. It was after. Yeah, it was Kobe? after. Yeah, okay, exactly. okay, okay. I couldn't. I didn't hit, man. Like, yeah. kind of bummed out. I didn't tell KJ to to because he was a Nike athlete. Oh, but I just say, went you to Adidas. Yeah, yeah. You just went to Adidas, man. 
Yeah, Are you going to hit up any? But that's why it, it trips me out how he says, I can't afford it. But yeah, he bought those well, shoes. Right, but then he bought those shoes for 700 it's, it's more like he didn't have interest in buying those shoes. I rather, exactly. I rather, I've always felt like I'm going to walk <laughs> he on He can't it. afford it. It's just you don't have the interest right. it's like, to dang. buy them. I, I'm thinking about buying the gallery department shirt too. Just like 300 yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then I've also like maybe rude because I actually know rude. I used to cut his hair at the at the last barbershop I worked at. Oh, at dope. The, at okay. a cut above, he used to pull up there. Um, one of the barbers, um, Rudy used to cut him up. Mm-hmm. And when Rudy wouldn't cut him up, or when he wasn't there, like he'd ask yeah. me a couple of times, I'll bet hell yeah, and I just pick yeah, his brain about his about his brand. Yeah, yeah. So, but kind of moving on, bro. Um, are you going to any Clipper games this year? For sure, for sure, my guy. KJ just got traded there this offseason, so really excited that for him. Uh, definitely, definitely going to be going yeah, there. Yeah, you guys go back. How back? How far back? Man, probably like 10 years. Ten years like middle school. It's like a day one right there. Yeah, for big. sure. Yeah. That's crazy. But no, I'm definitely happy for You guys him. went to the same high school and everything? Middle school and high school, yeah. Oh, Middle wow. school and high school. And so then, here in LA? Yeah. Cool, he, cool, cool. We, uh, we both went to Oaks Christian Middle School, high school for a year, and then we both... Went to Chaminade, and then he went to Sierra Canyon. I went back to Oaks. Gotcha. So yeah, yeah. Damn. And then y'all still stay tight throughout that whole time. Yes, sir. Were were were, par- were parents tight too, or is just y'all like? Yeah, like uh, anytime like my mom sees his dad, like they'll say what's up, cool, or cool, like cool. if my mom has a concert, um, she'll always invite um his dad and sick, his sick. stepmom and everything. But That's what's up. yeah, no, I just I'm excited for him though, for sure. It's uh, dope to same see here, him, bro. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, no, we uh, got all hit a game for sure. Yeah, for bro. sure. Yeah, I, I was tell, I've been telling the guys like this season we, we Laker fans here, but this season KJ's a Laker. We go, fan. We, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying like we're gonna be at Clipper games. Oh, yeah, for no, the Clippers. Sure. And, and and honestly, like there's another thing too that um when I see him next time, we're gonna, I'm about to ask him. Is like he's he's gonna be part of the last Clipper squad yeah. that plays plays at the Staples Center. That's historical. Center. That's yeah. his dad did that too. So yeah. him and his dad were they were playing. He played in the Clippers too. Yeah, you yeah. know his dad played in the Clippers. Clippers. No, I know he played for the, the last Nuggets years of his career. Right. Yeah, he yeah. played for the Knicks too. Right. Yep. Yeah. Knicks. Yeah, he played Nuggets. for a lot of teams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's dope. So like you guys don't go way back, and then you're kind of also part of the same agency that he that he's part of, or I mean that he's. Represented by yeah, or? so I've always like um, the agency that he was at at one point um, is like my mentor now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went to a different agency, but we all stayed connected gotcha. and made sure that to, network uh, still. Yeah, yeah. So like, if Kate is going to like a now Adidas event, like I'll be there with him, and so other athletes and other agents, See. other people will be there. So yeah, well, yeah, me, that's my guy, and that also helps you network. Even more with exactly, your career. exactly. That's dope, yeah. That's bro. dope, bro. Yeah. Every time I'm at one of those places, I'm always like, "What can, like, it's cool for KJ? Who can I what, meet? Who can I meet? <laughs> yeah, who can I, meet? Who can I talk to? And Straight up, get a chat with somebody and stuff like that. That's how do you, how do you see the the Lakers this year? Are you a Laker fan or what's your what's your team? Or is it Atlanta Hawks? Because I know you. I'm, like- I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm a Clipper fan on the mic right now. I'm gonna say I'm a Clipper fan. <laughs> I, know y'all got, I know y'all got KJ coming in soon. I'll, I'll play that part back, and then he's like. Oh, what? You, you a Laker fan? Oh, oh I get it. I'm a, right. I'm a Sam Clipper fan. No tickets this season. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a LeBron fan. I'm a, that's right, cool. Right, that's right, cool. cool. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'm a LeBron that. fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Kobe LeBron though. Um, all time. I mean, nah, just you. Who's your favorite? Yeah, you who's your favorite basketball? Personally, player? I've, Kobe's my favorite player ever. For sure. Okay, but 
I would say LeBron all the time. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, LeBron. LeBron just damn man. LeBron is just another yeah. level. He's just another yeah. level. So I, I, no, no, I wouldn't say he's on another level. He's just a different animal. Yeah, I mean, Kobe's I, 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 a different animal. Too, I like they, the way they've broken it down. I've seen some uh, some posts sometimes where they they'll say that LeBron is like the best all around player. Yeah. Uh, Kobe's like the 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 best scorer, mm-hmm. and then Michael was just the greatest of all time. Yeah, yeah, I've and I that, think yeah. that's valid. Yeah, I'll never like disagree with somebody if someone says they got Michael Jordan is the best of all time. I'm not gonna sit down and be like, nah, you listen up. I got LeBron. Let me tell you why. I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm not mad at the Michael Jordan. That's a good one. I'm not mad at the Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I'm not mad at the Kobe. I'm not mad at LeBron. Yeah, not, you know. Like, okay, yeah, He's cool. like, as long as those three names are there, yeah. we are good. Those are in the what top five. What they say Curry? Curry <laughs> I know, right? Come up, man. I'm like, Curry. I'll just be like, you from the Bay Area. Right. Huh? <laughs> you from the Bay Area. <laughs> yeah, like, nah. He's like, like, or a bandwagon Warriors fan. Yeah, yeah. Or you light-skinned. Right, yeah. <laughs> hey, bro, Steve, Steph Curry did it. He was the light skin movement, bro. I mean, yeah, yeah, think yeah, about it. Like, yeah, I remember there was like this thing at my last shop where they were saying that it was like the light skin versus dark skin. <laughs> yeah, LeBron James team was all like darkest. Right, skin. yeah, yeah. Like, the splash Curry and Clay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was like Mark Jackson at the beginning. He was yep. a coach too, so it was like all light skin dudes and stuff. It was funny, man. Yeah, but trip, man, bro. what else is going on with the Lakers right now? The Lakers got. Oh, I mean, we got Dame just went to the Bucks. Yeah. How'd you, what do you think about that trade? That's still a crazy one. Uh, yeah, I'm still like wrapping my head around that one because it's crazy because how many teams could he go to and be considered this, the number two option? Like he's a number two option. Do you think he's a number two though? That's Giannis' yeah. team, bro. Yeah. He's number two option for sure. He's now, really? Giannis If the team. game is close and there's a minute left... Is it going to go to Dame? Yes, it should. It definitely should. It I, I think. should. That, that, that but at the same time, though, like... Let's say, okay, let's say if he he starts hitting these shots and winning these games. Yeah. I think the it might start going to it's my team. I'm going to the I'm going to say this, and, I, and y'all might look at me like I'm crazy. What? Mm-hmm. But, like, the way that I see these two, bro, they can be something as special as Shaq and Kobe, bro. Yep. It's possible. That's yeah, possible. it's definitely possible. That's Bro, just gonna, Dame yeah, is a I'm walking 50. No. What yeah. you mean? And Giannis is just like, that dude can take He's off, off the free yeah. throw line, bro. Yeah. It's blasphemous. <laughs> like, like, you know, they got to... I, I knew you... I know I said someone's going to look at me like I'm crazy. Giannis, yeah. Giannis is not as dominant as, as Shaq. That's all I'm going to say. But, but, but in the yeah, NBA Dame, right now, in the Dame, NBA right Dame now, Dame isn't is, he... One I get what you're saying, for sure. Dame is... I can see it. There's like in a multi-universe, yeah, somewhere... In another universe and shit, but not yeah. this one. This one, Kobe <laughs> I, Bryant. I think they could both be as dominant Kobe as that, Bryant, bro. Kobe being Bryant, it was a two-way because player. Shaq and Kobe, they got three. They Shaq. Yeah. I, I can see them getting two. I can see them getting at least one for yeah, sure. Yeah, at least one. I don't, know, I don't know about this season. You're saying at least one, you cannot put them in the same R- I'm talking about Shaq and the Kobe. The reason I bro. say Shaq and Kobe is just because of like We're how the good they this are. We're barbershop debate for sure. How, how good they are at their positions. And again, yeah. like Manny said, right now at the right NBA, Right now, bro. Giannis is the most physical in that position. Like, right now, yeah. in the current NBA. Yeah. But he's hurt. He's coming off an injury that limited him that last year. That he couldn't be that. Big. No, I think they're going to be on a tear this season. I hope he they is because I like Giannis. And then and Dame, Dame is still like he still also got that explosiveness in this explosiveness in him. Where yeah. like, is he this year? Thirty three, like, I believe. Thirty two. Thirty two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he still got some. Yeah, yeah no, so he's, no, he's yeah. yeah, he's. I, I think that like if if like that that combination right there is nasty. Yeah. Like yeah. they're, they're calling it. They're calling closer, it freak time, bro. Yo. Yeah. Like, freak time. <laughs> freak time, bro. Like they're calling it freak time. 
Bro, that's game that time. Freak I, know, time. I know, but I know they already put a thing to it. It's freak time now. Yes, bro. That's kind of that's freaky. crazy. Yeah. Bro, I'm telling you, like, <laughs> that's kind of freaky. Like, bro. honestly, and I didn't see this coming because I heard that like Toronto was in the mix. Like, I heard he- Toronto yeah. heavy, and then out of nowhere, like the Bucks just. I mean, yeah, it was that. The, yeah, that caught me off guard. It was the package. I, I kind of saw something coming when I saw that Giannis was kind of like, if they don't do nothing, I could leave. Yeah, and then they were talking he about was saying that for the past year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, to see him now come to like, and it's an upgrade for the Bucks, bro. Like Drew, Drew, uh, they kept everybody and only got rid of Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. Yeah. And, but, and don't get me like, wrong, he was an integral piece. That's but a huge thing that's for huge. Them. Yeah, yeah no. you know what I mean. Like that, that lineup looks nasty, bro. With, with uh, they still with got Mid- Brooke Lopez Middleton. in there. Middleton. They still got Chris Middleton. What's that yeah. other dude too that played really good for them in the finals? Uh, forgetting his name right Co- now. Covington. No, no, no. He's a he's like a forward, I believe. I can't oh, remember his name. Still? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's still he's still so that's Bobby called, Portis? Yeah, Bobby yeah, Portis. Bobby Portis. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Snail and Bobby Portis yeah. look alike. That's right. Yeah. Uh, gotta, <laughs> I was gonna say Tony Snell at yeah, first. Too. <laughs> it looks similar. But it's Bobby Portis, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Real quick. You know what I mean? But honestly, even the Blazers don't look like a bad squad. They're a younger... Yeah. Do you uh, think Aiden leaves as nah, well? He, he, no, he, he was... You think he stays? He, was dominate, he said he called himself dominating. Yeah, because he, he was in the... He <laughs> was, dominance. That's what he called himself. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this you guy? Would've, you would have heard it about it today. Like, today was media day. So you would have seen, like, if he didn't show up to media day or something like you know, that. No, yeah. I think James Harden was the one that was, like, he supposedly wasn't going to show up. He didn't show up to the Sixers media day? Yeah, I was about like to say, did that. he show up? I'm going to check that out because I heard that he... You know what's crazy to see it... Uh, on media day today was Chris Paul in a Warriors jersey. Oh my god! And Just, he didn't even look happy, bro. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say disappointed. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Jimmy Butler, bro. Oh yeah. Oh, bro. I woke up to that. I'm like, if you take it out of my heart, I would love you. <laughs> why? Um, why did he do that? Like, you know why? I don't know. So this is why. So yeah, on, the media, media day, on media day, it's, last year he had dreads. Um, yes. That photo they take of you is the photo they use for oh, the rest yeah. of the NBA. So whenever oh, they so he show. Did it on Purpose. So whenever they show the lineups, they're gonna use that. Oh, so he's trolling. Yeah, oh, bro. So he's a troll. So whenever they do promotions like oh Miami versus LA, that's gonna be the this picture. Guy yeah. is different, bro. You know what I mean? Troll. He's fucking. That's funny though. Doing that, that. I was like, like whoa, what am I looking at? Right yeah, now? yeah, yeah. So side like, bang like this, yeah. and then he had the fucking little lip piercing. Lip piercing like, like, yeah. Emo. yeah, and he, he, he said that up here and on the lip. They asked him, they asked him what's up with. He's like, I'm emo now. I thought he was like, is he trying to say like? He, he said it was a rough off season. He was like, oh, so he's yeah. trying to say like, oh, I'm depressed. Dame yeah, went to exactly. The water. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, dog. I'm depressed. That's actually get crazy. My, that's kind of <laughs> sus. <laughs> Yo, man, that's what they it's said. a trip to see to see the NBA at its at its you know where it's at now, and right. then to even see you know you how does it feel to see one of your friends that you saw you know just hoop? Yeah. Now you see him in the slam dunk contest. Now yeah. you see him getting traded to the Clippers. Like, yeah. Do you see the excitement? Because I feel like this guy's not even excited to be here. He's just like, yeah, I'm just living. I feel like for him, like, based off who his dad is and him, his dad being the number one overall pick, like, I feel like that's been his dream from the get-go. Like, because I feel like seeing your dad, like, you know, when you're a kid, your dad's your hero. And your dad being the number one pick in the draft, like, you want to be that. Right. So I feel like his whole life, he's been obviously preparing for that and being uh, where he's at today. So I'm just happy for him. He's, he's on a team to contend for an actual championship. Um, they have a great roster, great team on paper. If right. everyone stays healthy, 
They're that's scary. That is scary. Team. There's no load management. This yeah, season. no load. <laughs> <laughs> Just gotta throw it out yeah, there. No load management. <laughs> it's all yeah, good. Nah. It's all good. You know what's gonna happen? They got KJ now, so they're yeah, exactly, bro. Uh, um, Kawhi and PG, they going they not their load management is they'll play like ten minutes, bro. Then KJ gonna blow up. Bro. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. right. So Shit. he's in a great he's in a great situation for sure. Yeah, I think he's definitely bringing Lob City back to the Clippers this year. Oh yeah. Lopsidious. Him and Russ throwing it, yeah. Oh, we still got Russ. Yeah, That's you're right. Cute. By the way, James Harden did not show up to training camp. It's so media day, baby. Media day. day. He's yeah. leaving. So does who's going to trade I wonder for if he him, will play though. the first game. Though. I heard the Clippers want him. That'd be nice. That'd be crazy. That'd be a stacked team. That's a, a stack. And yeah. if they don't win the championship, damn, they got to blow that up. Yeah, you got yeah. Because now nah, that'd be dope though. Harden, Harden and Russ Russell. back together. PG PG Damn bro OKC <laughs> Who'd be there And that whole That whole <laughs> team Is from OKC. LA exactly. Aren't they all from LA Yeah, Straight up. Hard. Kawhi, yeah, yeah. I was I Kawhi. just actually did a gig Not too long ago Where I was at Arlita High School No Arlita um, Artesia High School Okay And that's, that's where James Harden, James Harden Yeah that's they had the mural okay. And everything on the yeah. wall Like it was It was pretty crazy Like I didn't know that He go in there And he has like His jersey retired All that stuff Yeah no, so, That'd be dope um, nah, Have but, you guys Before we, we, we wrap this up do you guys understand what this in-season tournament even is? Uh, the the one in Vegas? The, no, the NBA in-season tournament. Yeah, it's but like I I think is it gonna be in Vegas? Yeah, it's in Vegas. Really? It's um. So I thought it was gonna be like just in the respective like because I saw like I I know that the Lakers have like a game against the Houston Rockets later on the season where it's the in-season tournament. Yeah. So I just don't get what it's for though. I guess so. All the teams, from what I've seen, all the teams go to Vegas and then they do the in-season tournament and then there's some, uh benefit of winning that championship of the in-season tournament because they're trying to make the regular season more competitive more interesting and more views they're trying to get their viewership up right so because i feel like so is that tournament oh, more snap. money so this is the summary Definitely. of this right here the inaugural in-season tournament will tip off on friday november 3rd and culminate on saturday december 9th the semifinals december 7th and championship will take place at the t-mobile arena in las vegas oh so the championships in vegas and the, okay the got semifinal it. yeah yeah so group play, all 30 teams have been randomly drawn into groups of five within their conference based on wins and losses records from the last season. Okay. And then beginning the third through November 28th, each team will play four designated group play t- games on tournament nights. One game against each opponent in its group. Um, knock, then it goes on to knockout rounds. Um, but I want to see what's like... Yeah, what's the, what's the wh- point? <laughs> yeah, um, probably extra funds or something. Yeah, I was about to say maybe play, money. Knockout yeah. Rounds. yeah. Prizing and league honors. Um, at the uh, for the season of the 2023-24 in-season prize pool will be allocated to players on the teams that participate in knockout rounds, with allocations increasing depending on how far a team progresses. So once they get in the knockout rounds, I guess players are going to make more money as oh, well. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I about to say. Well, yeah, I think they're all getting a million, right? They win. Yeah, and then at the conclusion of the in-season tournament, NBA will name the most valuable player of the competition and the all-tournament team. Selection will be based on players' performance in both group play and knockout rounds. So doesn't really look like there's an actual prize besides yeah, money but, and like yeah. but uh, I think in the future maybe it's like an extra draft pick, maybe yeah, or something it like should that. be something like that. You yeah. know, like mm-hmm. it makes sense. Yeah. Or like, you know, you're you 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 get a you you secure a dra- uh, a playoff spot, maybe right. like that'd be crazy. Or like you like have that. home advantage in the playoffs or something, right. something right. like that, you something know. Like that, Whoever's yeah. at the bottom of the table or what? No, no, for whoever, whoever wins, whoever wins the wins, tournament. Like a, a better reward for it instead of just yeah, money. Yeah, because right like, now it's just like the further your team goes, the players get more money for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, yeah. So what I would, what I, I think the last question I have about that is if those wins and losses also count towards the regular season, or yeah. is it a totally separate thing? You know, no, it's like, it's. Uh, I know that it's. Um, you'll only play like every team will play eighty-two games, including the tournament. Okay, so it's so it's part of the season. Right? Yeah, it's oh, okay. part of the season. I think the only teams that'll play more than eighty-two are those two people in the championship. I think they'll play eighty-three technically. Oh, snap! So yeah. I did. I did see that. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, Denim. Well, appreciate you you having. Appreciate y'all for having me for sure. sure. Man, it was dope to see you know, like talk to you about your your upbringing and things that I haven't even talked to you in the chair and shit. You know, because we talk about you know what's happening currently. So it's dope to see that, and I can't wait to see where you're at in five years, bro. I wish you the best. Appreciate y'all. Kill it in life, bro. Because I'm proud of you. You know what I'm saying. Thank you. Thank you for being here at. You know, the current podcast at New Life. Yep. No, yep. Like, yep. See what Fair we're enough. cooking up. Why are we not open at 730? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a question for y'all before, for sure. before we bet, wrap it bet. up. I want to ask y'all for being a podcast for the past couple of years. What would you say is the biggest obstacle or the biggest roadblock y'all have hit? So if you had to tell, if you could give advice to any other people wanting to do a podcast, what would you tell them the biggest obstacle you probably going to run into is or what you guys ran into? For me, personally, is having to show up. Sometimes I remember <laughs> when, like, when we first started, I felt like giving an excuse not to show up. Like, the first few months. Yeah. Like, oh, and I had kids, but I got, like, family. So right. I was like, oh, I got to tell them, like, something happened. I remember one time I used it and I felt like shit. Cause I didn't, I wasn't doing what I said I was gonna do with the kids. I ended up just scrolling, like letting my son play around. But I was scrolling, yeah, and not like you know. And I was like, damn, bro, I can't do that no more. Like I gotta show up. So that to me was like the thing that have that mental thing is like if I want to do this, I gotta keep showing up every day, yeah, like being consistent. You know, yeah, like mm-hmm. that's just the only thing. Cause everything else is gonna fall into place after that. Right, right. Uh, having a team, yeah, it's the hardest thing because uh, each person has a different role. Each person does a different thing. So you got to have a team. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you could try to do it yourself if you want to do a one solo show. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like there's someone that does the editing. Right. Uh, there's someone that sets this up. Yeah. Uh, there, you know, it's someone comes up with the questions. Uh, we're the ones talking to you. Right. Yeah. While he, they also come up with questions. Mm-hmm. You got someone running the cameras. Yeah. You got someone uh, editing the audio. And it still has to get uploaded. So I think it's the the hardest obstacle is having the team and having just like that idea of like, all right, where are we going? Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Uh, I would have to say, though, just to, just to piggyback off of Manny is um, not just having the team, but keeping everybody on the same page. Yeah. I would say that's also um, a difficult task. Not that it's impossible, but it's like you're doing it for three years. Mm-hmm. And I think like you got to keep everybody like, like make sure nobody like kind of jumps off ship or right. not, nobody's on autopilot like make sure everyone's on the same page you know what I mean yeah. like kind of make sure that like keep everybody on the same accord and all that stuff because everybody can still be doing this and everything but it's like just that part I feel like is is where sometimes you know you gotta just bring everybody back together and I feel like just being someone that like um kind of had the idea for the pod and started it with Manny and all that stuff it's like like sometimes I feel like oh I gotta check in with, with with these guys like how they're doing sometimes just in their personal life because yeah. like I was even talking about this with Manny like not too long ago it was like I know that these guys are coming from work so am I sometimes but like Monday sometimes I got I have off so it's like like if they're ever carrying something it's like yo just 
talk about it and let it out so we can have a good time. Yeah. Or like any other stuff. Even Enzo, like if there's ever a time where like we feel like we need a week off, like it's better that we all talk about it and like, hey, let's let's all take a week off. Yeah. Let's all like regroup and all that type of stuff. So I would say that nice. that part. And then after that, it's um Staying consistent, man, because yeah. it's like we used to do this twice a week during the pandemic. Oh, I know that's okay. crazy, yeah. you know. You let's know? get back to it. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and, and but that was the thing, like having to get everybody together twice a week. That was mm-hmm. a big commitment. Yeah. So now doing it once a week, it's a little alleviated that, but it's like um, just staying consistent in that aspect, and then like uh, uploading on time and all that type of stuff. So it's like, yeah, I would say if anybody's starting off, it's like come up with a schedule of when you're going to record when you're going to edit and have a deadline for yourself of when you want to upload. Right. And that way you can be consistent as possible and whatnot. And then with the social media aspect nowadays, you also have to be posting on that every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, I would say that's the biggest challenge is consistency. Um, and um, not just not just like kind of how I said, oh, it's also like how Manny said, it's finding the right people to do this. Because yeah. like I said, I had this idea for years, but I wasn't around, around the right people to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And then at this moment Facts. I was. So like, yeah, we made it to what it is now and it's only getting better I feel like that's dope that's you know dope what I mean? Man, congratulations to all y'all <laughs> sure. what you bought on you, you got anything bought on anything well, to add pretty much you guys hit everything we said everything alright babe <laughs> just to piggyback he hit on the nail um, scheduling you know yeah. like he started uh, he stated like we would come twice a week because I started um, pretty much late with the team so like I was say scheduling what he said, you know, like oh Enzo said first, you know, trying to find like the the demeanor to be here sometimes. Cause some days are rough than other days, you know, but um the consistency and the social media aspect of it, you know. Yeah, and, I, yeah. I, th- I think at one point it was like everybody was 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 like we're doing this, but like I said, once you're doing it for a long time, it's like you have to keep everybody bought in right, for the most right. part because it's like it can get repetitive. It can can start to feel like a routine. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like I try to remind you guys, I'm like, who else has a routine that involves a podcast? Yeah, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like that's, it's pretty dope to be oh, able yeah, to Joe, only Joe Rogan. Exactly. Nah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah. He was the model for this whole thing. I'll be honest with you. But yeah, bro. So Another thing to add, my bad, to cut you off is like finding the right equipment too. I feel like Cause you can start off with like, you know, cameras and stuff like that. But like, I don't want to sound biased, but I feel like we kind of have top, top equipment, you know, yeah. but, but we've gradually came up with that. So yeah, right. you know, tri- people, people want the right, I guess, look, you know, the right yeah. look. So I just want to add that. Always to my head right yeah, yeah. You know, so I'm still, still trying to find got, the right equipment. I still so. feel like, you know, we, we got, we got decent, you know, equipment, but I feel like we got, we can, there's always room for improvement. Oh, like, without a doubt. Like the great, philosopher drake says you know what i'm saying <laughs> so um i don't know man appreciate you coming through yeah, bro so when, so when, so when Denim makes his own brand you know you can sponsor the current podcast the operation you know what i'm <laughs> saying say, nah, yeah, yeah. hopefully you know when there's an la fashion week we come out and support you know what i'm saying yes like, sir yeah. i appreciate that or for everyone la fashion week? yes sir yes, oh yes, sick yeah. for sure we might have to just make an appearance or if you ever want to start your own podcast yeah, yep, bro. Yep. I'll bring my rig, bro, and then I mean, we'll make it happen. This bro. is all mobile, straight up, bro. Yeah. That's you know how I mean. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. But oh, then I'm in KJ show. We're ready to go, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right, that'd be sick. That'd be sure. sick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the Clippers is not gonna have the only, uh, the only. What is it? P- PG won't have the only podcast. I know, right? Maybe another podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd be dope. But nah, man. Thank you again, bro. Appreciate, uh, appreciate you. Definitely, oh, man. Yeah, Definitely, man. Bless, dog. Bless you for sure for being here, bro. Thank you. Thank you. For sure, for sure. <laughs>